How's it going today, guys? Back here live in the studio for a special episode of Hot Takes with TP3. I'm joined today by Ben Gorowitz for the second time today. Ben, say what's up to everybody. What's going on, everyone? I'm excited for this one. Hey, we are, you all know what time it is. It is currently March 23rd, 2021. So we are now, what, nine days away from MLB opening day? It's I, I can smell the baseball in the air. You know, it's starting to get a little warm outside. Tease me a little bit that we're it's almost pool season as well. But it is almost baseball season, guys. So that means we got a preview for you guys. Every single division, we'll break them down central and central, east and or uh, this west and west and um and uh, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. But yeah, we'll do them basically. Bit central, here. central, east and west. Yeah, central, east and west. There we go. Yeah, so we'll we'll pair them up like that ultimately, and then on the last one, we'll give you all kind of our who's going to win what awards, World Series, all that good old stuff for you guys. But yeah, I got a great show for you all today. So I hope everybody enjoys. And we're going to start things off with the NL West, who might even have the two best teams in the entire NL over here. Um, <clears throat> we'll start things out with the World Series champion here, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Not much has changed for the Dodgers now as they pretty much have the entire same team back. Shocker. You know, you got Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, just to name a few of them. Um, Gavin Lux should be starting the season finally with his team at second base. So it's a pretty stacked up Dodgers team. And just to make things better, their uh, number two pitcher now is uh, Trevor Bauer. Also, they get David Price back as well, who set out last season due to COVID. So Ben, um, what do you think um, will kind of be the X factor to help the Dodgers win games this season? Showing up to the ballpark. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I mean, the X factor, it's, it's going to be health. I mean, if there's one thing that can, it doesn't matter how talented you are, every mm -hmm. team deals with injuries at some point. Um, so health is obviously the biggest thing because, you know, if, you know, Kershaw has dealt with um, back injuries for the latter part of his career. You know, if he gets hurt, Walker Bueller ha deals with some blister problems. I mean, listen, this, this team has has talent at two at every position for the most part. Um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of, like, the big subtractions they had. Jock Peterson, they lost him. Um, he was kind of like a platoon outfielder, didn't start yeah. every game but uh, was pretty good in the playoffs and just a lot of experience. Then Kike Hernandez is not there anymore, um, a guy that can play a lot of positions for them. But, I mean, th they brought back Justin Turner, uh, which was huge. Um, obviously, they bring in Bauer. Uh, they did not have David Price last year, even though he was on the, the roster. He decided to opt out. So it's just I, health is their biggest – the only thing that can slow this team down. I mean, this team's a, a – I hate this word, but this team is a lock to make the playoffs. No, I agree with you completely because, you know, Ben, if they lose one of those pitchers, oh, shoot, well, we got Dustin May still, you know? Like, that's how stacked up this team really is. I mean, in my opinion, this is the best team in baseball. I mean, pretty much in everybody's opinion, this is the best team in baseball. They're absolutely stacked. Um, I'm going to agree with Ben again on this one, health. You know, they can even afford to have one or two guys. I mean, how the hell is A.J. Pollock and Gavin Lux hitting seven and eight in this lineup? I mean, even Cody Bellinger hitting six. Those guys are hitting three in almost every other team in baseball's lineup. So that's not even really fair there. Former, um, former, and yeah. former MVP Cody Bellinger. Yeah, how many former MVPs are hitting sixth in their lineup when they're 23, 24 years old? I mean, that's it's, it's not fair at all. 
Um, next team up here is the San Diego Padres, who are almost as stacked as the uh, as as our uh, Los Angeles Dodgers are. As their uh, starting projected lineup is going to be Trent Grisham, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer, Tommy Pham, Will Myers, Drake, Jake Cronenworth, and Victor Caratini. Um, on their starting rotation is going to be you Darvish, Blake Schnell, Joe Musgrove, Chris Paddock, and Adrian Mahorn. Um, ben, would you say that this, this team has the same key to success as the, uh, as the uh, Dodgers do? I'm going to go a little different route on this because this team doesn't have as many players um, that have, that are coming from like a winning, winning culture. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously Blake Snell is a, Huge at. He was a tremendous pitcher all year long. He's a former Cy Young winner. His team, his uh, old team, the Tampa Bay Rays, just made the World Series, and he was tremendous in those games. <clears throat> That's incredible. And you Darvish is is uh, I mean, he's had a solid. He's had a pretty good career mm-hmm. so far. Um, and he's coming off a career year. Those are big, big ads. They're still they're still really young um, in terms of their offense and. I mean, like, we know it, it, Tatis, I'm not counting, like, in their young. It's just they don't have – they have a little bit more holes than the Dodgers do. And, I mean, everyone has more holes. I mean, the Dodgers barely have any holes. But <clears throat> the Padres, I would put as definitely the second-best team in the National League. I think they're into that spot. But I, I don't think some teams are that far behind them. Like the Braves. As – like the Braves. Um as other people might think, I think the Padres on paper and what they added in the offseason, unbelievable. I mean, not many teams did more than them, if, if not made better moves than that, to be honest with you. But you still have to go out and prove it. And and them, their regular season games against the Dodgers, it's going to feel like a World Series game every single time. Yep. Every single time. Um, <clears throat> these two teams don't necessarily love each other. There's a, kind of a couple players on each side that have gotten into it over the years. Um, it, it, you know, it's, I, I'm the first time we see Trevor Bauer versus Tatis. I mean, if Tatis hits a home run off of him and pimps it, it's going to be on sports in the next two weeks. I mean, it's, it's, it, there are a lot of storylines when these two teams are going to be playing together. Both of these teams should be very good, but just because you have the talent on paper does not mean it's going to turn into a ton of wins on the field when you haven't done it necessarily together before, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would actually say the key to this team is how good that Danielson Lamed is when he comes back from his injury. I mean, when he comes back this season, if he comes out and pitches the way he did last year, I mean, you can bump Chris Paddock or Joe Musgrove to your five starter. That's insane. And the fact they're going to get Clevenger back the following year makes them even better moving forward. But I mean, if Lamett comes out there and he's able to just be absolutely lights out, I mean, you can have him and Blake Snell in the playoffs and you're pretty much unbeatable for two games. Or I mean, and you Darvish. Have, yeah. And you Darvish. I mean, like that, the, that you can match up with the Dodgers firepower um, lineup wise. Um, you know, they need one more of these guys. I mean, obviously, we know what we're going to get from Machado, Tatis, and Hosmer, but you need one of these guys like Tommy Pham, Will Myers, Cronenworth, or uh, Trent Grisham all to, to play at like an all-star level. Grisham, you know, is a highly touted prospect. Let's maybe see if he can crack and actually be what he's supposed to be. I mean, I don't think Cronenworth has a lot of pop in his bat, but I like Grisham's speed and what he can do in the field as well. I think he could be one of the keys to this team. But ultimately, you know, this Padres team stacked up. Not a lot of excuses here if this team doesn't, you know, make the playoffs and do some damage. 
if I'm not mistaken, didn't Cronensworth who won Rookie of the Year last year? Um, he was for, he was in the race. It was what Luis Robert and um, shoot, who did win it in El Rookie of the Year? I can't even remember off the top of my head. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, Cronenworth, oh, Devin a- Williams. Williams won it, the relief pitcher for the Brewers. But Cronenworth was in the the Rookie of the Year debate. I think he finished top three. Um, he's just he's really young. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just Grisham and Cronenworth haven't had enough time to like legit prove something yet. Mm-hmm. Coming, I think well, this is year two going to be for Cronenworth. Um, Grisham, he's not old. I mean, he he's really young. Yeah. Um, he's predicted. I've in the articles I've read, some MLB um, scouts think he's going to be a breakout player. So, um, you know, we'll keep an eye on that. This is a really really talented roster from starting pitching to lineup. The bullpen They're, they have talent everywhere yeah that's what i'm saying i mean these are the probably the two most stacked up teams in baseball so the fact they're in the same division is insane um let's put it this way what they're going to do to the rest of this division is going to be very interesting so well, next we'll go here with the rockies so obviously now the rockies traded their best player away before the season started nolan arenado so their lineup is going to be ramol tapia um ryan uh i don't i, I don't know Mc, how to pronounce McMahon. This. yeah mcmahon um trevor story charlie blackman um cj crone sam hilliard josh fuentes elias diaz pitching wise we're looking at herman marquez um kyle freeland actually had an injury to his arm today so he'll probably not be in their rotation anymore john gray austin gomber and antonio centizella um look i think the rockies are gonna be really really bad this year let's be honest it's going to be a tough year for the Rockies. I would not be surprised to see Marquez, John Gray, um, Charlie Blackman, and Trevor Story all wearing different jerseys by the trade deadline this season. Would not be shocked to see all those guys playing for different teams. Um, Trevor Story's been a hot name, especially on the trade market all season long. I think it's going to be tough times in Colorado. I think they're hit full rebuild mode this season. Yeah, they're going to be bad. Um, <laughs> this team's going to struggle. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you. Um, I, if they, I mean, if they hold on to story, the MLB needs to step in and just get rid of the GM and take over because this would be, this would be one of the worst keeps I've ever seen in sports. I agree. Like your future, your future. Um, if there's any Rockies fans, I'm sorry. Your future does not look bright right now. I'm sorry. It's the way it is. Your farm system is not great. Um, you have a couple interesting prospects that haven't fully come up yet, but I mean, David Dahl was one of your best prospects a couple of years ago. You've already shipped him off. Mm-hmm. He wasn't great. Um, they have, I think Brendan Rogers is his name. He's supposed to be good. I think he's battling some injuries, but this team's going to struggle. It's the only way to say it. I mean, it's, I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you there, Ben. I, I think it's going to be tough, especially when you got to go up against the two of the best teams in baseball. I mean, it's never going to be easy. The fact you're going to have to play them from a lot of your games this season. Um, next team up here is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, they're going to go David Peralta, Cattell Marte, Eduardo Escobar, Christian Walker, Josh Rojas, Carson Kelly, Tim LaCastro, Nick Ahmad will be their starting uh, lineup. And then they're going to have but Madison Bumgarner, Zach Gallen, Luke Weaver, Caleb Smith, and Merrick Kelly. So when I look at this Arizona team, I see horrible hitting, but I see excellent pitching. 
You know, like I, I really think that um, Caleb Smith is kind of slept on as well as Zach Gallon is. I don't know how they were able to scheme both those guys off the Marlins. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, you know, he's a little washed up at this point in time in his career. But, you know, they have three solid starters there. It's just really that this uh, their hitting is going to lack. Cattell Marte, one of the best hitters in baseball. But other than that, not a whole lot on this roster hitting-wise. I think the Diamondbacks will be – I'm going to say that, you know, they, I would, I would guess they probably win like 77 games, like 85 losses, I believe. So I would say it's going to be something or other like that for them this season. I think this Diamondbacks team will be, you know, they won't be a joke, but I mean, I don't think they're really going to compete for anything. They're not going to be competing for a, a playoff spot. I can tell you that. Um, their only shot is, is a wild card spot, if we're being honest, because they're not going to beat out the Dodgers mm-hmm. um, to win the division. And that's just tough when, when you already know, your only chance at the playoffs is going to be one of those wild card spots. That's the tough way to start the year. Um, you know, I think the Padres mindset would be like, well, yeah, we can compete for this division hundred percent. And mm-hmm. if you fall into the wild card, then that's so be it. But um, yeah, the, the Diamondbacks, like it's, it's another team, like their future does not look great. I do think Zach Gallon may have gotten hurt today, by the way. Oh, wow. See, I didn't even see that news out there today. Um, yeah, see, I think Cattell Marte is the guy they're going to build around moving forward. I think that, you know, Baumgartner will probably get dealt. But ultimately, you know, they have some decent players to build around. They're just It's just going to be more so one of those just keep playing, let whatever happens happen, you know, and we'll keep building for the future thing with Arizona. Although, we'll say this, though, if they can get some excellent pitching and somehow find something hitting-wise, they might be able to hang around for a little while and be competitive throughout the season. Um, not a total dumpster I, I, fire. I think they have – decent chance to be better than the Rockies and I'll th- I'll leave it at that yeah I think they'll be right in the Rockies I wouldn't be shocked to see the Rockies end up as one of the worst teams in baseball overall third team up here or the last team in the division we have is the San Francisco Giants and I'll tell you guys what I'm actually like kind of like the Giants outlook this season so they added Tommy LaStella bring back Mikey Stremski Donovan Solano obviously back Alex Dickerson Buster Posey Brandon Belt um, Brendan Crawford, um, Marco Dubon. So kind of shocked to see that they're not considering Joey Bart a starter to start off the season. I figured we would see him up there pretty quick. He'll be up there pretty quick regardless. Um, their number one is Kevin Gosman. Then Johnny Cueto is their two. Anthony Descalani is their three. Alex Wood and Aaron Sanchez round out that uh, rotation. Ben, what do you think about the Giants this year? A lot of veterans on their pitching staff. It's, it's a lot of guys that have been around the league for a while that may not be, you know, the top of the top anymore. They like they, they they don't have an ace. Johnny Cueto is not an ace anymore. If Gosman's your one, it's it's not great. But it's a lot of guys that know how to pitch in the MLB, and that can come with some success. Now, I don't think the Giants will make the playoffs, but I do think they are headed in the right direction. There's they're just gonna get they're gonna get beat up. By, I mean, this division's gonna beat each other up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Padres and the Dodgers, I'm not saying they're going to win every game against the um, Diamondbacks, Giants, and Rockies, because that's not how sports work. But, like, let's just say, like, I I mean, the like, the Rockies might only beat the Dodgers, like, three times all season. I mean, yeah. like, I, I think the Giants will be improved. I don't think it's enough to do what the NL uh, West looks like and the NL as a whole, because, like I just said, but the Diamondbacks, their season is starting, and the only way into the playoffs is a wild card spot. Like that, I'm sorry I have to say that, but that's just the way it is. Uh, but they're heading in the right direction. I know that, like, I mean, 
you know, the big three in San Francisco for a long time now has been Brandon Belt, Crawford, and Buster Posey. Those guys have been together for a long, long time now. Yeah. It's just like Posey's getting older and older. Um, Brandon Crawford's not as good as he once was. He's um, he's still a great defensive shortstop, but they just they're not there yet, but they are 100 percent heading into the right direction. They got some nice um, young pieces that really showed out last year. Yastrzemski, which that that last name is one of the most famous in baseball. Um, and then Solano had a good year last year. Was Solano, he may have been an all-star. Not sure if he was an all-star or not. Um, so, I mean, I think they're heading in the right direction. I just don't think they're they're there just yet. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think this team's heading in the right direction, actually. I think they'll finish third in this division when it's all said and done. Um, <clears throat> I really like the fact they added Tommy Lastella. I thought Lastella played really well the last two years, especially in, in L.A. And, you know, I think Joey Bart's going to be a really good catcher. I think Joey Bart might be able to take over as the best catcher in all of baseball in a year or two. You know, I think he's got a really big upside Georgia Tech kid as well. So, I think the future is definitely bright in San Francisco. Like you said, though, it's never a good thing when you start out the season hoping for a wild card bid. That's the way it is right now in San Francisco. Um, but I think that, honestly, they just need to keep trying to win games and build for the future, kind of like the Diamondbacks. Um, ultimately, Ben, who's winning the who's winning this NL West? I'm going to go with the Dodgers. Um, the talent, experience, there's, there's just too much there to not pick them. Yeah, you know, as much as I would rather try to come up with something, you know, some crazy way to pick the to not pick the Dodgers, it's the Dodgers for sure. You know, I'm I like the Padres. I really like watching Tatis and Machado play. If I had to pull for a team besides the Braves, it'd probably be them. But there's just n- simply no way this Dodgers team is even more stacked up than they were last year. Now that they add Trevor Bauer and even Gavin Lux getting up there, if he's anything what he's supposed to be, they should be even more stacked. Um, is there any other team that will make the playoffs from this division? I would be shocked if the San Diego Padres, if San Diego Padres, I mean, they're spending way too much money to not make the playoffs. So I really hope they can come through. Like you mentioned, they are one of the most exciting teams in baseball. They have one of the most electric players in the entire sport. In Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, he actually got hurt today. Um, I don't know how serious it was, but uh, Amy will be fine for the long call, I'm sure. Um, he's really exciting to watch. I mean, he's you just got to watch him. It, it, you just got to watch him. That's the only thing I can say about him. His game describes it itself. Let's put it this way. If you're up late and can't sleep, turn your TV over to MLB Network. I'm sure you can catch some Padres uh, slams that coming out, flying out and slam Diego. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Padres as well to make the playoffs. Look, I think the Padres and Dodgers should have the two best records in the NL. I mean, when you look at all the other divisions, the Central and the East, I feel like everybody's pretty evenly matched in those divisions. Obviously, I think there are teams that ultimately will win those divisions, which because, of course, they're asked to. But I think there are teams that are a little bit better than the rest. But I feel like these two teams are so much better than everyone else in the division. They should be able to beat up on the rest of their division, and they should be able to beat up on a lot of the other teams they have to play against. Ultimately, I would be shocked to not see these teams with the two best records in the entire NL. But obviously, the Padres, even if they have the second-best record, still have to be a wild card. So, Do you know what they're um... – could you pull up real quick what the Padres win total is? I'm just kind of curious how much less it is than the Dodgers. Yeah, I believe the Dodgers was like over 104 wins. I'm pretty sure theirs is the highest of all it's ever been, like of all time. But yeah, so here we go. So MLB over unders for every single team. 
Um, <clears throat> so the let's see, the Braves are set at ninety one right now. Um, the Dodgers are at a hundred and one and a half, and we have the um, Padres at ninety four and a half. I would take the Padres over ninety four and a half wins. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's not a bad number to take that over. Are, are the Padres the second most wins for the National League? Um, Is there, you don't have to like look through them right now, see if there's a way to sort them or something? No, there's not a way to sort them, but it looks like it because the Braves are at 91.5. The Mets were at 90.5. Yeah, it looks like all the central teams are in the 80s. So, yeah, yeah I, actually, it looks like the Padres, the only teams that have higher even totals than the Padres themselves is the Yankees. So Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yankees and Padres of the of the two highest, and the White Sox. So okay, and Braves. Yeah, so those are the highest win totals this season. So, I mean, I'd say over ninety four though with the teams they're going up against every single night, they should be able to get that pretty easily. Um, yeah, it's not a bad bet to look into. Yeah, not at all. Um, let's go ahead and move over now to the AL side of things. We'll start out with the AL West champions in the Oakland Athletics. So. The A's starting lineup here will be um, Ramon Loriano, Mark Canna, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, Mitch Moreland, Stephen Piscotti, Elvis Andrus, Tony Kemp. Um, their pitching is Chris Bassett, Jesus Lazardo, Sean Manaya, Frankie Montas, AJ Puck, and uh, Dolson Jeffries. Um, I'll start off here with them. Um, I actually am really excited to see how AJ Puck is. He was not able to play last year due to an injury. So I'm interested to see how he is, but the A's have really stacked up rotation. I still have question marks though. that lie with their hitting. I don't think their hitting is as strong as it was last year. Um, Matt, Matt Olson did not swing the bat as well as I expected him to last year. Matt Chapman ended up getting hurt at the end of last year. They did add Elvis Andrus and Mitch Moreland. But at the same time, you know, the fact that they lost LaStella and just – I feel like this A's team was a little bit better last year, especially behind the plate. And I feel like they overachieved a little bit swinging the bat. I think they have some of the best pitching in baseball. But ultimately, I think this MLB is all about hitting home runs and hitting the ball out of the park. I think the A's will be a good regular season team, but I don't know if they can come back and win the division again. I mean, the division, I do think, is going to be a little bit harder to win, no doubt. Um, I think – uh, you were kind of cutting out on my end, but I, you know, these the subtraction of Marcus Simeon. Um, I don't know if you mentioned him. That's I, I think that's going to be a I, I think that's going to be a bigger loss um, than Athletics kind of think. And I just I mean, he went to the Blue Jays. I, I just I don't know if it was over money. Um, what who does it have as the listed shortstop for the A's? Yeah, so their current listed shortstop is Elvis Andrews, which is definitely a downgrade from Simeon. Okay. it's I mean, it's a downgrade because of his age, but at least they brought in a veteran um, who's, who's been around winning culture. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texas Rangers had some really good years. I, this, I mean, this, Matt Chapman's one of the most underrated superstars in baseball, and he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. And you know how I don't like to um, – I don't throw around superstars that lightly i think it's the most over rewarding sport possible he is one of the best if not the very best defenders in all of baseball he's got platinum gloves gold gloves to all back it up and his running mate on the other side of the diamond and matt olson that is a duo that that gives a lot of teams trouble it's a duo that can just flat out smack the baseball and i know that matt olson can strike out a little bit but i 
I'm a big fan of the A's. I, I think they've consistently won at this point for a couple of years mm-hmm. now. I think they know their formula on how to win. And as their younger guys like Loriano um, and their pitching specifically is most of the young guys just get uh, more experience. I think they're only going to get better. Yeah, I agree with you on so that. I really like this A's team. No, I really like their team. I just don't like the hitting. That's the only thing. I just don't know where they're going to get it from in that lineup. I think I think Chapman and Olsen are both really good. Loriano's good. Like, I don't think Moreland and Andrews are bad pickups at all, but I, I agree. I think it's going to be tough to make up for losing Marcus Simeon in this lineup, but <clears throat> then again, we'll see what happens here in Oakland. Um, Did uh, – wait, uh, just quick fact. I don't know if they still are. But uh, did you know Matt Olson's getting a girl from our high school? Yeah, I did know that, actually. That's crazy. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy, honestly. Um, up next here, we're going to go with the Houston Cheating Astros. Um, they bring back pretty much the same roster as they have in the past with uh, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, Michael Brantley, Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, uh, Yuri Guriel, um, Kyle Tucker, Martin Maldonado, Miles Straw. Now, they did lose – um george springer to the to the uh blue jays so that is a big loss um they're pitching zach grinky lance mccullers jose uriquity uh jake odorizzi um christian um javier and famber valdez valdez did hurt his finger on his pitching hand today so he will not be available when the season starts but he'll be back pretty soon not too bad of an injury for him um I actually like this Astros team. I feel like they kind of, you know, got the monkey off their back a little bit in their playoff run. You know, they underperformed in the in the regular season as they had an under 500 record. But once they got to the playoffs, they seemed to find another gear and kind of be like, hey, we've been here before. We're experienced. We're that same Astros team that made those deep playoff runs. And they seem to bounce back a little bit. Um, I think Jordan Alvarez is going to keep on getting better as well as Kyle Tucker is. I think they still have a pretty stacked up lineup, even without George Springer. Obviously, Springer is their leadoff guy, so he's definitely going to be missed here in Houston. But I think they can make up for it. Also, um, Justin Verlander will be coming back at some point this season as well. So that should give him a shot in the arm. I think the Astros should be pretty damn good this year. They're, yeah, I mean, they're going to be good. They have too much talent to not be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm higher on the A's, though, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I like the A's roster better, but I mean, here's the thing: the the biggest X factor for the Astros is health. Can can they stay healthy? I mean, specifically pitching. They I don't think they can afford very many pitcher very many pitchers to go down this year because I wouldn't say their pitching depth is that all that great compared to a lot of other teams. So. I think, you know, with your core of Altuve and uh, Bregman and um, Gurriel and uh, Alvarez, you know, I, I mean, Alvarez was hurt a lot last year. And uh, I think Altuve even missed some time last year. They, they got to stay healthy. But I think if they do stay healthy, um, they have a very good chance to win the division and a very good chance to be a, a playoff team once again. No, I agree with you completely on that one. They got to stay healthy. They should. It's to a. It's a, this is going to be a tight division, to be honest with you. I think all three of these. I think the three uh, big dogs in this division are going to compete pretty tight for this one. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you completely. Astros. They keep that lineup healthy. They should be right there for it. Um, next team up here, we're going to go with the Los Angeles Angels, who have 
arguably the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. Um, their lineup is going to be David Fletcher in the one hole, Trout, Otani, um, Anthony Rendon, Justin Upton, Jared Walsh, Dexter Fowler, Jose Iglesias, Max Stasi, and then um, your projected pitching is Andrew Haney. Dylan Bundy, Jose Quintana, Alex Cobb, Griffin Canning, and Shohei Otani. Um, Otani has been the most impressive player so far in spring training from what I've been reading and hearing. Otani has been almost hitting 100 again with that fastball. He looks to be pretty good pitching the ball. I think if he can improve and he can be one of the aces in this in this uh, pitching staff, the Angels are going to have a shot to make the playoffs. Still, though, the pitching is a huge problem. They don't really have an ace. I mean, Bundy and Quintana – Quintana's a little washed up. Bundy's good, but he's not a number one. You know, neither is Andrew Haney, which they're really hoping for here. Ultimately, I think pitching's going to hold this team back. Um, Joe Adele will be up with the big league club, who I think is going to be an absolute beast. So, you know, you throw him in there with what you already have hit, swinging those bats. I think this is going to be a pretty good Angels hitting team. I just don't think the pitching is going to be able to give them what they need. This team, I mean, they have, to be honest with you, they have a good amount of talent. They have a lot more problems than talent. Yep. Um, I think they have the best duo in all of baseball. And uh, Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. Those two are unbelievable, respectively, in their positions. Rendon, arguably the best third baseman in baseball. I mean, you'll find people that'll argue it. Some people think Arenado. Some people Matt might Chapman. say Matt Chapman. Yep. Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's some others. But I, I'm going to put Rendon as the best third baseman of the game. And then I think Trout's the best player in the game. So, But this lineup, I, I want you to read this lineup once again. Read that lineup one more time. David Fletcher, Mike Trout, Otani, Rendon, Justin Upton, Jared Walsh, Dexter Fowler, Jose Iglesias, and Max Stassi. So one through, one through four is very good. One through five. And Albert Pujols will play some games too. Yeah. Um, he, is still, he, he is still in the league, everyone. Um, the bottom half is not very good. It's you're not going to get much production from those guys. Jose Iglesias is not in the MLB for his hitting. Um, he's an unbelievable shortstop, and they lost Andrelton Simmons. Um, that was uh-huh. a subtraction. They have Joe Madden, who's who is a great manager, does things pretty abnormally, and it tends to work out for him. I think he needs to get creative with this team. I think it's going to take a really good managerial job to get this team to the playoffs because, like you mentioned, their pitching is not good enough. Their hitting is not is is very top heavy. Um, and they got to stay healthy. I mean, Otani has yet to stay healthy since uh, joining um, or since coming into the United States to play in the major leagues. Listen, he's a special talent, but if he gets hurt again, they're going to have to choose just a pitcher or just a hitter. You can't keep this going if he's going to go third year in a row uh, with not playing even half. I don't even know if he's played half the season. Um, and it's just between Otani and I mean, like even Justin Upton's kind of washed up at this point, but like Otani Trout and um, Rendon is one of the better big threes that you'll find in baseball in Probably terms of pure talent. Maybe, maybe it's not going crazy because the Dodgers have a lot. Yeah. that And I guess the Padres do have pretty nice big three yeah, too. But... The, Yan- the Yankees have an unbelievable <clears throat> big three. There's a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying that like, Otani can do so many things. We know what Trout can do. We know what Rendon can do, um, both MVPs respectively. So this team, it's always a fight to the playoffs. It's always a fight. I want to see Trout in the playoffs. Same. Everyone wants to see this guy in the playoffs. 
I, I don't think this roster gets them there. I, I don't think they have enough. No, I, I agree with you completely, Ben. I will say this. If Joe Adele comes up and swings the bat the way that I've been reading that he should, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just a lot, they're, it just becomes so much more stacked. I mean, you got to think that they're going to go out and do anything they can to acquire one more pitcher, you know, to throw in there. So, I, I, I mean, here's the way I look at it. There's potential three playoff teams probably from the AL East, two from the Central, mm-hmm. definitely at least two from the West, not counting the Angels. So I don't – the wild card spot's going to be very, very close. In, in this, the AL um, playoff, right before the playoffs start, when the people are fighting to get in, it's going to look a lot like the West does in basketball. There's going to be a yep. lot of teams that are there at the finish. I think the Angels can be one of them, but I cannot remember the last time they put together two good – like a half uh, – a good first half season and finished, you know, very strong. Yep. They're usually out of it pretty quick. No, I agree with you completely on that, Ben. Like you said, there's nothing more as baseball fans that we want to see than the best player in the playoffs. You know, it's like what it's like the one year we didn't have LeBron in the playoffs. You know, it's not half as fun. So, I think Trout Trout's only been in the playoffs once, I think. Yep. And his, I don't think he did anything spectacular. I mean, Mm -hmm. small sample size, but you know. Exactly. I mean, Mike Trout arguably is the best player to he be he could be argued as the best player to ever play the game. So he's got to do something in the playoffs to you know, help his cause for that. So hopefully we see Trout do something at the beginning of his career rather than at the end. Um, next team up here is the Texas Rangers who, I mean, not looking great for the Rangers um, as they will have uh, Isaiah uh, Kinner. I don't know how to pronounce his double, the double name short. He's played shortstop and third base though for them. Um, Willie Calhoun, Joey Gallo, David Dahl, Nick Solak, Ronald Guzman, Jose uh, Trevino, Rufnando Dor, and um, Leody Tavares. And then they're pitching. I mean, this was a Rangers p- pitching that was absolutely stacked up last year. You don't have Lance Lynn in there anymore. Um, you don't have um, – Well, I kind of had Kluber. Yeah, Kluber. I was drawing a blank on Kluber. Though. Yeah, Mike Miner's out of there too now. I mean – it looks rough. Kyle Gibson's your one. Then you got Jordan Lyles, Dane Dunning, Mike Fultonevich. I mean, not too hot here for the Rangers. Ben, will the Rangers be the worst team in this division? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think, but there's a couple. I mean, there's a couple of interesting things to keep an eye on. Um, one, the progression of Joey Gallo. Yep. Um, can he continue to get his strikeout numbers a little bit down? And listen, he's he's a talent. I mean, boy, that. When you when the when you hear the word light tower power, that's this dude Joey Gallo. This dude can hit one 500, 600, I mean five hundred feet. I mean it yep. seems like off his bat, it just is never gonna come down. Um, I mean so he's always he, his name will get like you're gonna hear his name if he's playing well in the first half of the year. You will hear his name of teams being interested in trading for him. I can promise you that because his defense is solid enough. Um, and if he can just provide that bat, I mean, he's, he's been pretty inconsistent with the contact over the years, but boy, if he can get those strikeout numbers down and contact rate up, he can be a problem. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that one. I mean, Gallo, like you said, if he can get that average going, I mean, you know, he pencil him in for 40 plus home runs this season, you know, if he can get that average could be looking at one of the stars of the game. I mean, obviously getting David Dahl in there is definitely pretty solid. Get him a little change of scenery from Colorado. But he's got to stay, stay healthy. He does. And Nick Solak, too. I know there's a lot of people who are high on him as a prospect. So 
We'll see what he can do here. But ultimately, this Rangers team is in complete rebuild mode. I think that they're more so looking forward to the 2022 season rather than the 2021. Um, last team to talk about here before we p- tell you all who's going to win this division. I think that we'll actually be different on this one, which is going to be good. Um, I actually don't think this team is going to be that bad. I'm going to go ahead and say that. You got J.P. Crawford, Mish Hanniger, reigning um, rookie of the year, Kyle Lewis, Kyle Seeger, Ty France, um, Dylan Moore, um, Taylor Trammell, Evan White, another rookie, Tom Murphy. And then you got Marco Gonzalez, James Paxton, Yasiel Kikuchi, Justus Sheffield, um, Justin Dunn is your pitching staff. Um, I'll start out with the Mariners here. Actually, this Mariners team will be decent. I'm not going to sit here and tell you all they're going to compete for a playoff spot or anything, but they'll be able to win some games. I say they win over 70 games. I'd say 75 is pretty realistic for them. Um, Mitch Hanniger, we haven't seen him play pretty much for two seasons. Um, interesting to see if he's still got the pop in his bat and he can still play the way he used to. I mean, Kyle Seeger, Corey Seeger's brother, not bad at all. Kyle Lewis, though, I want to see him build on what he did last year. Um, also want to see how Evan White does. You know, Evan White's pretty highly touted prospect. Let's see if he can swing that bat and put some pop in the lineup. I mean, this Mariners organization is loaded up with prospects. I like Marco Gonzalez and Kikuchi, Justice Sheffield, a lot. Um, I think I think the I think the Mariners could be decent this season, to be honest with you. I mean, like I said, not a playoff team or anything, but I think they'd be respectable and win some games. This team, I mean, this team is going to be – they're a notch in terms of um, kind of talent. They're probably a notch below the Angels, but in terms mm-hmm. of how many games are they going to win, they're going to be right around, I think, where the Angels are. I think they're a team that could fight for, for a wild card spot just as much as the Angels do. Yeah. And I'm only saying that is because Mike Trout does not equal the playoffs. It does not equal enough wins for the playoffs. We've seen that. that you know what I mean? We've only had one season of Mike Trout plus Anthony Rendon that did not equal the playoffs in a shortened year. The Mariners, I mean, like you said, uh, reigning AL Rookie of the Year, Kyle Lewis, is an absolute stud out in center field. Great defender and just he does it all at the plate. I mean, power, contact, he's got some speed to him. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of speed to him. Um, Jared Kelyak, Kiel- I forgot how you pronounce his name, is a guy that won't be starting in their lineup but will be playing a good amount this year. Um, he was one of the Mets' top prospects when the Mets uh, made a trade a couple years ago with the Mariners. They got him. I think this pitching needs to overachieve in – or I'm sorry, I think the Mariners need to overachieve in terms of their pitching. Yeah. I think they, but James Paxson, who they brought back, he, he was probably not as much what Yankee fans were expecting him to be, but his best years were in Seattle. If he can rekindle that – some of that, I believe he threw a no hitter when he was in Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. Um, so, you know, or maybe that was it for the Mariners. Was maybe that's for the Blue Jays. Maybe it was against the Blue Jays. He has yeah, a no hitter. He, he did it when he played for the Mariners, for sure. Okay, okay. Um, so this team has some talent. It, it are they going to put it together? I think they're a team that can uh, fit for the wild card spot, and they're going to finish between third and fourth in this division yeah no i'm uh i'm completely with you with you there on this one i think the mayors will surprise some people i really think mitch hanniger is a guy who could even maybe get traded later on in the season for some decent prospects if he can come back and swing the bat i mean he was an all-star three years ago so let's see if hanniger can get back to that um ben who are you taking to win this division and why we're gonna go with the oakland A's, and it's because I like I like their pitching more than I like the Astros pitching. 
be honest with you. I, I think the subtraction of Marcus Simeon, like I mentioned, is big. But I do think Loriano, who had a uh, – I was very impressed with him last season. I think he's going to get even better. And then I I like their big two. Like I mentioned, Matt Olson and Matt Chapman, the two Matts. I think they can carry a team um, to a division title. I think this division will be pretty close, though. I think this one's going to be extremely close as well. Ultimately, I think losing Marcus Simeon will hurt – the athletics. I really like watching this athletics team play. I think the Astros are going to come back though and win this division. Um, still think the fact that there won't be full stands, they'll get off a little easy with getting booed and made fun of by fans. Um, I think this Astros team will come out with a chip on their shoulder once again. I think they'll end up being able to get the job done. Plus they're going to get pitching back as the season goes on, which I think will give them a couple shots in the arm. Um, ben, do you have another team making the playoffs from this division or are you just go picking one? I, I do think this division – oh, well, hold on. No, I think this division gets one. Wow. I think I think there's too many talented teams. Well, let's see. There's – because there's two – is there two wildcard spots or three? Yeah, there's only two wildcard spots. There's two, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pick one from this division. I think there's other teams in other divisions that I'm expecting to have a bigger jump. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you on that one. Um, as much as I love the athletics, as much as I want to take them in the playoffs, I simply can't do it. I'm going to have to leave the athletics out of the playoffs. I think they're barely going to miss it. I just think they don't have enough pop in their lineup. I think the pitching's there. I think ultimately they're going to miss it by one or two games to a couple other teams, one of them being a new playoff team that we will talk about on next week's shows. Um, ben, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? think so i'm very excited for opening day though or baseball in general baseball's you know one of my favorite sports if not my favorite sport so uh i'm you know i'm ready to chop on and uh whenever we get to our nl east um uh, our show for the nl east you know that'll probably be my favorite show we talk about oh for sure yeah we'll actually do the nl east next because we got to do our predictions and everything and i know we're going to talk the most about the nl east so i'll kind of save to mix those in with the central Plus, I also think the AL Central, we won't have much to talk about besides two teams. So should be pretty good. Well, Ben, let's get up out of here. But we appreciate everyone who tuned in once again. And y'all keep looking out for that. Baseball's right around the corner.